Welcome to Deerwood Realty YouTube channel. I'm John Schink, S-C-H-I-N-K for the auto captions from Deerwood Realty in St. Louis, Missouri. Managing broker, founder, general real estate agent, fellow. Well, Redfin put out their housing predictions for 2024. Now, Redfin is, you know, how'd they do in iBuying? So anyway, let's, uh, let's look into it and see what they have. Take it with a grain of salt. I'll give you my opinion, and we'll go from there. Here it is. It says, Redfin predicts 2024 will be the year home buyers catch a break with home prices falling and new listings rising. Okay, fine. Let's go through it. It says, prediction number one, home prices will fall 1%. Well, that's bold. Wow, 1%. Prices will fall 1% year over year in the second and third quarters when the home selling season is in full swing. That will mark the first time prices have declined since 2012 when the housing market was recovering from the Great Recession, with the exception of a brief period in the first half of 2023. Well, why did it go down then? Was it the 8% rates? Hmm. Or 7? That's a favorable shift for buyers. Buyers are ending up 2023 up around 3% year over year, and the typical home buyer's monthly payment is only about $150 shy of its all-time high. Home prices will still be out of reach for many Americans, but any break in the affordability crisis is a welcome development nonetheless. I mean, okay, sure. Prediction number two, new listings will tick up. Home prices will fall because supply will rise more than demand. We've recently seen a double-digit annual increase in homeowners contacting Redfin for help selling their home alongside a small drop in requests for prospective buyers. wonder why they're seeing a drop with prospective buyers. I'm, I, that's, we're foreshadowing the video right there. Listings will climb from 2023 record lows as the mortgage rate lock-in effect eases. Nearly all mortgage homeowners will have a rate below the current level. Many are starting to accept that we won't see rates in the threes or fours anytime soon, and they will want to sell before prices fall. That's, that is highly unlikely, that scenario. I, I doubt there's someone sitting out there right now that says, you know what, rates aren't going back to 3%, but so I'm going to go buy a house at 7% and sell my house that's 4% or 3%. It's, just, it's not likely. The lock-in effect is there. Now, if you have to move for some other reason, like say you're growing family, divorce, something like that, but that's not going to change. I mean, that's the way it's always been. Sometimes people don't do things for financial reasons. That says home sales will, uh, the prediction number three, home sales will increase and end the year up 5.5%. In the first quarter, existing home sales will be on pace for 4.1 million total in 2024, up from an annual pace of 3.85 million in the fourth quarter of 2023. Sales will continue rising throughout the year. They'll be on pace for 4.5 million by the fourth quarter. Home sales will speed up through the 24 as affordable. Home sales will speed up throughout 2024 as affordability improves and more homes hit the market. Overall, we expect 4.3 million sales in 2024, up 5% year over year. The crucial difference between 2024 and 2023 will be the sales gaining momentum throughout the year instead of losing momentum. So the number of sales, total number of sales, just fell off a cliff in October, right? Just terrible. October, November. Like the number of transactions, okay? So will those pick up? Well, I mean, if you've had a historic low, I mean, it's like a dead cat bounce, right? So I really, I mean, that's not even that bold either. And if, if home sales speed up as affordability improves and more homes hit the market, are we going to go 
back to the same situation we had the last couple of years? Because nobody thinks that's a great idea. Prediction number four, mortgage rates will steadily decline but remain above 6%. We predict the average 30-year mortgage rate will linger at 7% in the first quarter, then decline throughout the year. Mortgage rates will fall to about 6.6% by the end of 2024. Well, that's, you know, like 6.6, 6.7, 6.5. I mean, that's not really that's not really going out. That's pretty conservative. The gradual decline in rates combined with a small dip in prices will bring home buyers some much-needed relief. Okay. Prediction five, change will come to the real estate industry. This is what Redfin's been wanting for a long time, so let's get into it. It says, as newspapers and real estate portals publish more information about commissions, homebuyers in 2024 will become even more aware about how much an agent costs and less apologist, uh, apologetic about negotiating commissions. This is written from a woman that has never been a real estate agent, has no idea what she's talking about, but it'll be fun. It'll be fun. So... Um, and rather than hiring their own agent, many home buyers will work directly with the listing agent. Right. And if that does occur, who do you think is going to get ripped off in the transaction? The buyer or the seller? And says a DOJ suit could take years to litigate and may never even be filed, but brokerages are already scrambling to prepare for a future which, in which all or most of the fees from a sale earned are by one agent by two. Let me ask you, who's going to benefit if you just have straight listing portals? Would it be somebody like Redfin, who's probably in the top five for listing portals across the United States? Do you think they give a damn about the buyer? These changes which Redfin has often fought for, of course you did, because this is what you want, will be good for consumers. It's not about consumers, it's about Redfin's profitability, who will have more choices about which services to pay for and how much to pay. So there you go. There's your wonderful part about Redfin and how they're going to change the industry by making it so that you don't have a buyer's agent when you go buy a house. Right. So now you're going to just work for this with the seller's agent and you think the seller's agent is going to care about you. I mean, I'm not saying, you know, I'm not saying every case is perfect or anything like that. I'm saying in the, in the, in the middle, you think that's a good idea. Anyway, I mean, it's, it's not like I have a choice. It's not like I can go fix this problem, right? I don't have the big money behind me like Redfin does. Um, Redfin, uh, renting will lose its stigma. Now, this this is where it got. This is where the this is where the the predictions got dark, right? This 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 is where it starts getting dark, and this is what I wanted to talk about. I just want to check and make sure I got everything in order. Okay. Demand for large rental apartments and houses will climb as more young families embrace the renter lifestyle. Is that a good thing about the United States, that we're going to have a, a nation of renters? You will own nothing and like it? We're already seeing signs that young people are redefining the American dream. Nearly one in five millennials who responded to a 2023 housing survey believe they'll never own a home. One in five, which isn't that many. For some, renting is not a choice. Nearly half of those res survey respondents said homes for sale are too expensive, and a similar share said they can't afford to save for a down payment. But others just prefer renting. 12% say they aren't interested in home ownership, and 7% say they don't want to put the effort into maintaining their own home. Is that a good thing? Is home ownership now not something that people want? And is that a good thing? With prices so high, Buying a home doesn't offer the same financial upside to young millennials and Gen Zers as it did baby boomers and Gen Xers. Rather than selling out cash on agent fees, because again, Redfin's a discount brokerage masked as some other sort of weird thing. Interest on a, on a loan, property taxes, insurance, and maintenance. By the way, they've never made a profit. 
in 20 years they've been around. I mean, it's really, really sickening to see some company do this, just trot this out, all this stuff all the time about how they're going to revolutionize the real estate industry. And, you, and, you know, rate agents are too expensive, yet they have their own agents, yet they did iBuying and it was a total failure. It's just, it's just galling to see it in, in, in real life. Uh, as it, uh, rather than shelling out a, a cash on agent fees, interest on loan, property taxes, insurance, and maintenance, many will decide that renting and investing their money in other ways makes the most sense. Again, is that a good thing? It says, um, buying a home doesn't offer the same financial upside to young millennials and Gen Zers as it did baby boomers, boomers and Gen Xers. Is that true? Do we have a, a crystal ball that can show us the future, you know, 20 years out for a couple that bought a home, a starter home, and, and see where they end up financially? I mean, is it true? I mean, there's a perception and then there's a reality. Home price, and then it says, this is, as you know, I'm, I'm kind of an outsider on politics, but it says Biden has a housing problem, which could hurt his reelection bid. Let's, let's, let's look at it a certain way. Let's frame it a certain way. Home prices are up more than 20% since, since Biden took office. That's a problem for his reelection bid. Is it a problem? Are more people happy that prices are up? I mean, are homeowners right now sitting on a ton of equity? It's, it's just in how you look at it, Okay. Those people may be happy that Biden has overseen a 20% increase in home prices. I'm just saying, a recent poll that 65% of voters disapprove of Biden's handling of economy with lack of housing affordability likely a major factor. That right there is projection. We don't know why people don't like the economy all across the board. Could it be gas prices? You know. Could it be jobs, not, you know, wages not keeping up with inflation? I mean, it, it's, it's a project, and it's okay, because understand, this article was written, okay, and then I have a chance to respond to the article. The person that wrote the article doesn't get that fair chance. So, I, I mean, I don't want you to, I'm, I'm not trying to pick too much at this person or these people that came together to write it. Even though the overall economy is strong based on what? High housing costs aren't making American are making Americans feel poor. That's especially true for young people who don't yet own a home. And even though affordability will become less of a problem in 2024, many Gen Z and millennial voters will be playing financial catch up for a while. Of that group, how many of them vote? Historically, we expect President Biden and his opponents to make a splashy housing policy proposals to try to lure voters who are unhappy with their economic prospects. I agree with that. One of the things you saw with Biden is he's going to do these tax credits for commercial building transformations near mass transit, which to me doesn't resonate at all, but maybe it resonates to somebody that really finds mass transit enjoyable. Democrats are likely to focus, or yeah, Democrats are likely to focus on subsidizing down payments for first-time home buyers, promoting inclusionary zoning and funding housing vouchers which are all popular with liberal voters. I don't know. I, I don't know. Republicans are more likely to focus on reducing regulations that limit development. I don't know that that's true. I don't, I, it's, it's all one party in Washington anymore. It's not, it's not two parties. It's, it's absolutely the elites versus the rest of the people in the, in the United States. They have their own thoughts. They, it's not Republican and Democrat anymore. It says... 
then there's some some more. Now these were like you know kind of throwing stuff out there and just and talking about it. So it says prices are likely to rise in affordable metros that are more climate resilient than a place like coastal Florida, such as Albany, New York, Rochester, New York, and Grand Rapids, Michigan. Have you ever been in a in a in a, in a winter in Grand Rapids, Michigan? And you're honestly going to tell me that you'd rather live there than coastal Florida because of climate resiliency? It says people will decide to live based on in-office policies, climate risk, and affordability concerns. Many priced out young Americans will move in with their boomer parents, oftentimes along with children of their own, creating more three-generation households. Is that a good thing? Is that a good thing? I don't think it's a good thing. I've, in fact, I never thought multi-generational housing and how that was pushed was a good thing in the United States because what it was doing and what it's saying is, is that you can't afford a home on your own. You need generations of a family to be able to afford to live in one. That to me isn't, um, that's not prosperity. That's not, that's not the America that I thought we had, which I know we don't anymore. Local governments will focus on housing affordability. Like presidential candidates, congressional candidates will focus on housing affordability. They will introduce policies similar to those in cities and states that have made progress, like Minneapolis, Oregon, and California, which are among the places that have ended most single-family-only zoning. California was one of the places where more people left in the last couple of years than anywhere else. That's a success? You can't build in California. That's a success? And then it says... The U.S. government will encourage cities and states to build more housing. For instance, they may take a more active role in financing new construction. Now, if you look at the stock market, okay, and look at the home builders, look at how much they make every year, okay, on average. And then tell me that the, then tell me that the federal government needs to get involved with this. It's absolute sham, okay? When house prices are going up, when things are good, home builders do well. When the economy does bad, home builders do badly. Okay, the U.S. government doesn't need to get involved at all. Okay, if they would stop screwing around with monetary policy, I think we'd have an even better chance of having affordable homes for everyone. Because remember, the affordable homes question is based on inflation. The inflation is what's killed home prices. I mean, that's why they're high. Add to that ridiculous attempts by the Fed to, um, to cool this thing down when it should have been that situation in the first place, we knew, we knew that inflation wasn't transitory. Okay. As soon as they said that, that was the, that was the call. So, I don't know. What do you think? Are you out there? Are you going to buy a house this year? I don't know. I, I, just, I, I just find the Redfin... The Redfin way is, is great, okay? They, they're the only company that figures out that you have to market yourself, so they write all these wonderful articles that we discuss. But at the end of the day, they're out for themselves. And it's shown in, in what they write, but you just have to kind of look and see how it's done. Uh, I don't know. I, uh, I'd, I'd be interested in what you think. Obviously, if you're not a real estate agent, you're probably going to have Anybody that tells you that things are going to be cheaper and more wonderful in the, in the commission space, you're going to go for it. And I, and I certainly understand that. Um, I, I totally get it. I, and, and, you know, so I, I suspect that some of you will have opinions that are different than mine about these things. Put them in the comment section. Let's see what you have to say. 
I, uh, I, I'm on my, I'm not moving from my position, but I mean, you can express um, your deference to my, to my thoughts. Um, so do I think that, uh, do I think that, like I said, I think that house, I think the number of transactions has to go up because it's been so bad. I think a 1% increase in sale and price over the year isn't enough to get excited about. And I think that mortgages in the sixes probably aren't going to spur a tremendous amount of movement. But what do I know, right? I'm just a real estate agent in St. Louis, Missouri. Hope you enjoyed the show. Hope I didn't come across as too angry. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And I'll catch you on the next one.